Welcome to Pixels and Pints Podcast. I'm Bradley. And I'm Michael. And we're two dudes talking about video games while drinking pints. Fuck it. Fuck it. Always feels good to be back. Uh it's we took a we took a week off. I didn't. Well, that's that yeah, for sure. You you put up some fucking videos. Those motherfuckers popped off. Uh what did you get up there? Uh the Octopath Traveler one? Just that one. Yeah. That one, uh, Just that one. last I checked, uh, it's almost like 2,000 views, right? Uh, almost four. Holy shit. <laughs> God damn. That video popped the fuck off. I mean, not almost four. I think mean, it's like three. I think it got to three. Still. Still yeah, 3.2. Oh, no, it's almost four. God damn. God damn. Well, if any yeah. of you new guys who are, who have, uh, Popped in here from that Octopath Traveler video. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for coming in. Thank you for, thank you, Michael, for putting out that video. I didn't think it was going to be as big as it was. Um, wow. I Go mean, fuck yourself, dude. No, no, no. Damn. Because, well, all right, all right, to be fair. Work. I know, no, no. I've already, I've already told you before that that video fucked real hard. Like, I sent it to a lot of my friends. Did you say everything fucks, man? So, no, well, I don't. <laughs> everything does fuck. Everything fucks and then dies. Um, but yours never died. Uh, it, w- it was a really good video. You put together a great script. Um, the visuals, the music, everything behind it. I sent it to a bunch of people. They were like, one, this is very well spoken. Uh, and two, the script is fucking phenomenal. Um, you can see that in the, the comments and stuff. Uh, I don't know. Hands down. I don't know. Some top tier fucking video, man. That, that it was good. It was good. Yeah. It was a lot of, it was a lot of time. I bet. It was a lot of time. Yeah. Have you got to the uh, the actual game yet? Nope. No. Nope. Um, I put <clears throat> put like thirty hours uh, into Atomic Heart. Mm. I put I put a few hours into uh, I think a couple of demos. I just put I think like two hours into uh, the new Wolong demo. Oh, yeah, I yeah. got released a couple of days ago, so <clears throat> I don't know when I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I don't know when I'm gonna get to it. It's there's so much shit coming up in the next in the next couple of uh, next couple of weeks, like a month. It like, is. This release cycle is fucking insane. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we knew it was gonna even, be heavy. I haven't even opened the the PSVR two. Like it's still sitting in the original shipping boxes. <laughs> I haven't even damn. had time to touch it yet. <laughs> God damn. Holy shit. Crazy. Well, see, you, you've already uh, got into your beer for today. What are you, what are you drinking right now? Yeah. Uh, so I pulled out, I pulled out something a little vintage. Uh, this was, uh, God, it looks like, looks like shit. Oh, all the condensation really fucked up the bottle, but it's yeah. a Bishop Barrel 20. Ooh. Um, Bishop Barrel 20. So this one was their uh, uh, Belgian double. The Belgian double with uh, their Sriracha hops or something like Sriracha Ace hops or some shit. And that's supposed to supposed to be a little a little bit on the spicier side okay. of the Belgian double. And uh, it's not too bad. Hmm. Not too bad. I think it's in I think it's wine barrels and you can definitely taste the wine. You can taste the wine for sure. Uh, I guess kind of on that same note, um, I don't know how this is going to taste, uh, but a uh, big fan of 903. Oh, so God. we have, Which one is uh, that? 
so this is uh so it's just their sasquatch but it's part of their vineyard series oh so it's wine infused aged oak stout it's a wine infused aged oak stout so i'm gonna find out i saw it i saw it at the uh at the store last night and i decided to pick it up their regular sasquatch is really fucking good it's probably one of my favorite beers from them agreed yeah agreed so I'm excited to see how that one turns out. I'm 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 cracking into uh, the shell shock. I got one more left of these after I finish this one, which is a fucking shame. Um, but I don't want it to age out of the can and taste like shit. So I'm just gonna Ooh, I'm gonna get through it. That is that is one of the concerns for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, every time I look in into my pantry, I'm always wondering which one of you assholes have gone bad. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Who am I going to be disappointed by because I forgot to open you up for yep. the past like six, seven years? Oops. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. They just turned to shit. They got all that sediment in them. Um, I'm, I'm or really sometimes scared. Sometimes the flavors I just had, go completely flat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I've had a few, I've had a few beers that have gone flat and uh, there have been, uh, I want to say, I think there was a couple of stouts. There was a couple of stouts that I remember pulling out that, uh, we're always on the the more nitrous side, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And yeah. so when I poured it, it was just like dead ass flat. Yeah, and you could tell, you know, like it just doesn't have any body. It's it's very no mouth fill, nothing. God, nothing, absolutely nothing. That you know sucks, what I mean? Dude. So I, I'm trying to avoid something like that. So I'm trying to I'm trying to attack some of these beers. I have a couple of really nice sours that I've probably had even longer than because it's like 2023 now. Fuck. Yeah, it's probably been like. Eight years. I don't know if a sours age well either. I don't think so. Um, uh. I don't know how I'm going to get through all this beer that I've got, man. I still got these. Four fucking cases two two pumpkin two warlock. Mm-hmm. I got like four cases of. Pumpkinator that I haven't gotten into. Man, my I I went crazy with the idea of buying a bunch of beer and then never committed to drinking it. Um, which is a fucking weird habit to have. I mean, it's just like anything else. Yeah, it's it's probably related to all those games that she still haven't played yet. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. My backlog of beer and gaming is uh, both both of them are going to fucking kill me. Absolutely, this is going to be it's- my downfall. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Shit, Shit dude. Uh, so what did you say you were drinking? Uh, the Shell Shock. Uh, Shell That's right. That's yeah, right. the Martin House Imperial Stout with pecans, fudge, caramel, and vanilla. It's 10% uh, ABV, and it scored a 4.11 out of 5 on untapped.com. Uh, I looked for a couple other reviews uh, on the beer. Um, and, and there's just, there's not a lot of reviews out there, but they're all above four, except for one asshole on beer advocate gave it like a three point something like a high three, uh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he commented a lot about the pretentious, uh, teenage style angsty art on the can. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, just, just talk about the beer, dude. It's totally fine. So, I mean, if you, if you check out their series, Especially like uh, like these mm-hmm. these kind of series, uh, it it falls in line with their art style. Mm-hmm. So, 
I'm not too sure. Like you can, I guess you could dock points for that if you want to, but yeah. you probably have to do it across like a whole entire catalog of beers from Martin house. Cause yeah. they, like I said, they, they all have that similar art style. So I don't know. I don't know get, where the fuck you're going from. Yeah. This, this art style fucks. I'm, I'm going to get one of those, um, great. Uh, those things that cut the uh, top of the can off. Oh, I'm okay, keep yeah, it, yeah. Um, and use it for like pencil holders or something like that. I get you. At least so that I have oh. like the the cool shit around. I also I forgot to turn this off, but uh, Nvidia just released uh, an update to their uh, broadcast broadcast drivers that automatically keeps eye contact with oh. the with the camera. Oh, that's sick! Oh, oh no, no, no. I know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen so that people can look off screen yeah. and like read scripts, but it it moves your eyes. And keeps yeah. them like you're looking at the screen. Yeah, I've seen that shit. It's it's uh it's it's kind of got a little bit of an uncanny valley kind of thing. Yeah, especially when I know I'm not looking at it, and mm-hmm. I can see kind of like it's hard to tell. You can see like it's not they're they're not real. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. which is a weird fucking thing to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, all that shit's getting super weird. Did you see a new AI tool just came out uh, recently where you could record? yourself talking for like two or three minutes and upload it and it analyzes your voice and then you can type anything to it and it speaks fucking damn near 90% to 100% like you. I didn't believe it. It just came out the other day. Like streamers are already creating um, uh, plugins for for Twitch right now with it so that they can... um, just have all of their friends as voices in the background and people can type in chat and it pushes straight out to that. I've been watching Joe Biden and <laughs> Donald Trump argue about video games for like the past, past three, four days. Hell yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a fantastic one um, involving Xenoblade mm-hmm. where they're arguing about which Xenoblade's the best. And I got to give it to Trump on that one though. Like he was pretty on point about the series. So I have to watch this. (laughs) This sounds interesting as fuck. Yeah. And then, and then like uh, at the the final couple of seconds, I'm going to spoil it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, go ahead. The last couple of seconds, they have Barack Obama and he's just like Xenoblade Chronicles three is the best ever. And they're like, shut up Barack. He's got him though. He's got him though. The newest one is the better one. Uh, Everybody agrees. Um, I still haven't played them. Again, my backlog and all this beer is going to destroy my soul. Yeah, I need to finish three. I'm like 50 hours in, so the fact that I haven't finished it, it's kind of dumb. So I just need to do it. Yeah. I need to do it. Yeah, you're not far off. Uh, what is it, 60, 70 hours for the game? I think it's supposed to be about 40. Oh, oh but, shit. It ain't that long. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm... I'm super over leveled. Oh. I'm way over leveled. I've been steamrolling through every encounter that I come across, mainly because I've been I don't I don't think I've been grinding mm-hmm. per se, but I've been doing like every single side content that I can run run into. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of dumb shit and like out in the out in the world you can do a lot of um oh yeah, shit. I haven't played it in so long, I don't even remember what they're called. <laughs> But, um, like the side missions or bounties or whatever, something's not really. So out in the world, 
um, especially like in the little region, mm-hmm. uh, there's like these husks of some sort of like robot equipment or some shit like that. So basically you power it up and it becomes like a little base. So you can warp to it on the, on the overworld every time you're out there. And it also has something like a, uh, kind of like a, a materials generator. So if you need like crafting items and you need ingredients from like a specific region in the game mm-hmm. by unlocking these areas, you can go in, feed it. I don't even remember what you have to feed it, but you give it something. And what it does is that it spits out these uh, random ingredients at you. Okay. So if you need to, if you need like, you know, 10 of a specific ingredient, you can just feed it. I think it's money. You can just feed it money over and over again until, you know, you get enough ingredients to, to like do the side quest or, you know, craft whatever. That's kind of cool. Cause it, it probably slows down the, the actual grinding for materials from monster drops and shit like that. Like other MMO or, just RPGs have in general. So yeah, I like it. I, I, I like think it. so. I think so. Cool. I haven't played literally fucking anything, uh, other than vampire survivors <laughs> for the past month and a half. I think, uh, I've just been working my ass off with work. So I haven't had a chance to play literally anything other than, like I said, vampire survivors when I go to bed or when I take a shit. Um, but since this is the like only it? game, I, I like it a lot, actually. Uh, I know we talked about it before. Uh, it's a you know it's a stupid so, yeah. rogue rogue light <laughs> uh, game where you don't really control much. It it it's it's supposed to look like Castlevania, but it's literally yeah. just a bullet hell rogue light. Yeah, uh, I've played it so much I've almost got all of the achievements. Wow, there's a yeah. hundred and twenty or something, and I think I'm like right at like a hundred. So it's almost Jesus. done. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I think that was pretty close to where I stopped. There was just one point where I just found myself not playing it anymore. It puts me to sleep, which is like great for me. <laughs> yeah, because I mean it starts off so slow and then you know you, you have that 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 burst of action in the middle where you know you're trying to survive and you're trying to get your upgrades, and then after that it's just like if you're just waiting right. the last 10 minutes you're yeah, just like, i gotta <laughs> i gotta wait for 10 to 15 minutes to finally get to uh was it the reaper yeah the reaper comes and in all and that other you. stuff yeah um the the extra shit like I, I don't think i've i don't think i've unlocked all the stuff just like doing doing like the sequence that you need to 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 like unlock the different reapers in order to, to like kill them or some shit like that. Like it was just, it got really tedious after a while. I just could not care. Yeah. Could not care. Yeah. I'm, I'm at the not caring phase. I've been at the not caring phase for a while actually, but oh, um, I'm, I'm like at the last, I think two weapons that I need to evolve. So I was like, oh, well, yeah. I might as well just do that. So I looked up like what the fucking, you know, the combination is for them. Um, so I'm going to do that and then just finish the motherfucking game and be done with it, maybe. Um, but all of my work stuff, my actual work stuff, is done uh, as of tomorrow. So I can get back to fucking playing video games and going through my list and actually working on the um, hell yeah backlog video that I said I was going to make. So I'm going to start that pretty soon. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. 
So we got a we got a couple topics to get into this week. Uh, now that we've rambled on for about fifteen minutes, we got uh, the Sony State of Play. Uh, we want to talk about. We got some the PlayStation March uh, announcement stuff. We got some Game Pass shit, and then we're going to hit some L's at the end. Um, the Sony State of Play, man. How did you feel about it before we get into it? I wasn't I wasn't a big fan. Um they were really focused on one particular game mm-hmm. and uh I have absolutely no interest in it. And I I don't know. I I briefly glanced at it. Um it was it was on the cusp of having their scholarship removed from them and kicked out of college. Yeah, they would have had to go. They would have had to go on a uh, on a cool down semester. <laughs> you know what I mean? They definitely uh, lost all rights of being on the dean's list from their last state of play, and they yeah. they they may be on academic probation now. If we're going to stick go. with this, that's that, that's the word. That's yeah. the word. Academic probation. Yeah, uh, yeah. This thing was pretty underwhelming. I think. I mean, because a lot of stuff has already been leaked or we've already known about it from previous fucking releases. Um, it was cool to see yeah. some of the some of the games come out. I mean, like the PSVR 2 announcements. Some of those were interesting. Yeah. Some of those were interesting. Um, but everything else, I think we mostly knew about. Well, yeah. you know, let's let's stop tickling some balls here. Let's let's get let's get deep into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, so the first PSVR 2 game, because they had this whole block of PSVR 2 content. Yeah. They showed uh, the Foglands. And I I don't know shit about this. Th- for whatever reason, this just like, when it hit me, it, I, it, I just glossed over it. I was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. I started to notice that everything everything started to look the same. Yes. Just about. So the Foglands, it's supposed to be a roguelite action shooter type thing, but... Uh, they they kind of briefly glossed over the fact like, oh, welcome back, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah. But other than that, you're it seems to be uh in some sort of like western kind of setting. So you're like with your six shooter, like shooting at crap. Um that just seems to be like what all of these uh shooting PSVR games are looking like. And outside of the aesthetic, like I didn't really see anything that was kind of like made you say like hey i gotta play this you know what i mean yeah i i was the uh, i think it was like a day or two before the the state of play came out um i was damn near right about to pull the trigger on uh no puns really intended there but about to pull the trigger on um Uh. snagging uh psvr2 i was like man they're you know i can just go ahead and buy one it'll just get shipped here i saw these games being uh laid out and i was like I have zero interest in this shit now. I can save my fucking money. The only thing I think I'm interested in is probably, um, oh god, what is that game where, out where you play as Alloy and you shoot at robot dinosaurs? Oh, uh, I think it's Call of the Mountain. Yeah, I think it's Call of the Mountain. Yeah. Well, uh, it's not in, it's not part of the state of play, but if you're interested, apparently, Resident Evil Village that VR portion of it is phenomenal okay on top of that 
Gran Turismo 7, the VR mode, I've heard nothing but fantastic things about that. In fact, I've heard that it's inspired people to go get a racing wheel oh. to, to add to their PS5 controllers, mainly because of how good it is. From what I've heard, the interiors of the vehicles mm-hmm. are very well done. They're very well modeled and textured. So getting inside of the car, like any of these cars mm-hmm. looks and feels really good. Hmm. You know, while you're out there driving, you can use your, you know, uh, the, the, your mirrors to actually see oncoming cars. Oh, that's sick as fuck. If, see if they're about to pass you. And I think that's why people are really f- uh, fixated on getting uh, a racing wheel for their PS5. Because it just kind of completes the entire just kind of package. Hmm. You know what I mean? So, again, <clears throat> maybe not. Nothing exciting coming from the from the new stuff, but apparently some of the current um, experiences, especially if you've already ha- if you already have these games. It's it's kind of like a no brainer. You don't okay. have to spend money. Of course, you, yeah, you have to spend the five hundred dollars to get the PSVR too. But if <laughs> yeah. you already have those games, yeah. uh, you don't really have to worry about what do I play when I get a PSVR two. If you have Resident Evil Village, play the VR mode there. If you have Gran Turismo Seven, play the VR mode there. Um, I I don't know about any other games to be honest though. So uh, it, it may be good, may not be. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. The rest uh, of these games, though, didn't really help. No. So we got, like we said, we've got the Foglands. We got Green Hell VR, Synapse, Journey to the Journey to Foundation, and Before Your Eyes. Before Your Eyes kind of has good. me. That one looks good because yeah. it's, it's you've died and you're reliving your life, and every time you blink, you zip forward in time. I don't. I don't know if I could cry in my VR headset though. That that seems yeah, weird. Yeah, you're gonna have to install like some <laughs> napkins <laughs> underneath. Um, yeah, that that one looks really good. Uh, and, and like you said, so, it looks like a tearjerker. Uh, I don't know shit about uh, sci-fi novels, but uh, Journey to Foundation is supposed to be based on uh, Isaac Asimov's uh, Foundation book series. Oh, so if you're into Russian sci-fi. Journey to Foundation apparently is is kind of the thing. That one seems a little bit different compared to like so Synapse is a little bit of just like, you know, I use one hand to like like pull stuff and throw stuff away. Um and then shoot with the other. Green Hell is kind of like a survival game or something like that. Yeah. Uh that one seems a little bit more interesting because you have like this whole crafting aesthetic and and whatnot, although it it seems to like jump between you being stuck out in the wilderness, having a craft to survive versus, I don't know, like being in a, there's like a hospital or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. I, it's kind of hard to tell. Uh, maybe that's like when you die or something, or maybe you respawn at like a hospital. Cause isn't no. this game, I thought green hell, you were supposed to like die a lot. Like you, you have a notebook that tells you like, shit but that may be true i may be mixing oh, yeah. this up with a different survival roguelike game a dime a dozen man yeah there's so fucking many uh, but <laughs> if that's your shit i mean that could be a cool game to play i get him yeah uh and as you said out of all of those games 
Before Your Eyes is probably the only one that really piques my interest. Yep. Except for the narrator. Whoever, I guess it was the wolf character or something like that. Yeah. Hate the fuck out of his voice. Oh, damn. That's hate gonna, him so much. It's going to drag uh, because it's right in your fucking ears with the VR yeah. headset. He, uh, he's he's pro- I, like, I, I get, I get, like, this is going to be some sort of, like, peyote like drug fueled dream or something like that, where this coyote is like leading you through like some sort of, I don't know, native American kind of like, um, I don't want to call it drug, uh, but it's in some sort of native American, like vision mm-hmm. type of thing experience. Maybe, I don't know. That's cool. But I could not stand the dude's voice, but That's the awesome. concept, the concept, um, looks very appealing. It does look very appealing. <laughs> They uh, all looks like shit, though. Oh, they like, all look like shit. Like was, yeah. Well, they it's the, it's early. It's early, right? Like I, I even suppose. early PS5 games, I felt like they just look like PS4 games. Other than Miles Morales, when Miles Morales dropped, I was like, "This is a fucking PS5 game." Um, yeah, but these are. I get that it's PSVR too, but they all look pretty much the same thing. They're like very simple geometry, flat shaded. Doesn't look like there's a whole lot going there. And even in the videos, the the trailers that we saw, it didn't look like there was a lot of smooth motion going on, especially when they were, I guess, simulating the the movement of the headset and, you know, the hand tracking. It didn't look as smooth as I thought it would. Mm. That's going to be a fucking shame then. That's going to be hard to deal with. It just kind of feels like maybe there's some performance issues or maybe it just doesn't translate well when they try to put it on the trailer. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't played, like I said, I haven't opened up my PSVR two. I don't know what the experience is like. I just hope that's, that's not what it is. Yeah. Same, same. Cause if it is, um, it could be something that deters me from ever getting one. Um, I did get the PSVR one. It's still in the box. Mm. Um, I just took it yeah. out of the shipping box like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, back in November or something. You have to open it up. You have to give Sony, I think, a serial number or something like that in order to get an adapter to actually make it work on your PS5. Otherwise, oh, okay. you can only connect it to a PS4. Oh, okay. Well, that, at least there's something. Um, yeah. So the, at the State of Play, they also showed a bunch of non-VR games. Uh, I, the first one they showed was Destiny Lightfall, which I think is also... Part of uh, February's uh, free games from PlayStation, right? Not no, Beyond Light is what the one. That's what it yeah. was. Yeah. Lightfalls are new shit. They're going to want that money. Yeah. They don't want that money. I don't know anything about Destiny. We say it every single time that we re- they release yeah. something. People are like pumped the, about it. I think the, the cinematic or whatever it was, mm-hmm. the, the story trailer that they do for these things, that looked really cool. Not going to play it. I did see something the other day. There was a uh, an article that I skimmed through, like the first two paragraphs, and people were just complaining that Destiny's getting harder. Um, oh no! Yeah, uh, it's an MMO, and they wanted to start feeling more like an MMO. Uh, so they're making content harder, and people do not like that because they just want to pop in and pop out. Um, the next one, I don't know how to pronounce this. Is it just Chia or is it? it yeah, it's Chia. Okay. Looks this cool. One- yeah, this one was one of my favorites of of the presentation. It's it's supposed to be inspired by New Cal, 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 
or something like that. It's it's some island off of the coast of Australia, which is actually a French colony, blah, blah, blah. But uh, it seems like it's inspired by the, the language, maybe the peoples there and, and whatnot. Um, I don't remember what the gameplay's like. It, it seems like maybe it's just adventuring around. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a sandbox. So you're just kind of exploring the area, uh, finding things to do, maybe building some things. I don't know. Yeah, it, it seems really cool. It seems really cool. Yeah, it, it's really pretty. It, it reminds me of, um, oh gosh, what is that that game or that that Disney movie? I think it's Disney. Maybe it's Pixar. Uh, Moana. <laughs> Moana. It reminds okay, me. Yeah, of, yeah, yeah. yeah, it reminds me of that. It, it gives me that kind of like that vibe. Um, but it looks like you get to uh, join souls or something or take control of like different animals. Like it shows like a dolphin and like a parrot and all this other stuff. So you can like go into the ocean and swim around or you can turn into a parrot and fly around. Like you said, it just looks like the rest of it's like an adventure game. Yeah. Um, looks really, looks really pretty, like really fucking pretty. Um, I think they yeah. did a really good job on it. It's something, you know, I think people could play, should play probably. Um, they also showcased another game uh, called Humanity. Um, it just looks like the new Lemmings to me. I could be wrong. Uh, sort of. Uh, so the way Humanity works, there's actually a demo that you can play right now. The demo is essentially you are controlling them kind of like Lemmings, but the thing is, is like you don't have like a certain number of uh, I don't, humans, I guess, mm-hmm. that that spawn out, they just continuously come out. Oh. And so basically you are directing them in certain directions and uh, it there, there are certain other ways that you can also direct these humans. Uh, you start off by having just directions. You can send them in four different directions. You use that to kind of solve the puzzle. Uh, they have uh, these statues. <laughs> really kind of uh they have they have some sort of i don't know what to call it uh some religious overtones yeah um because you have these really big golden kind of like idol statues Mm -hmm. uh and those are kind of the um the guides or something real sort of they're like the real completion of a level so in order to like 100% a level, instead of just guiding these humans to, I guess, the this light where they d- ascend into whatever, heaven, I guess, or out of limbo into heaven, um, if you were able to complete that, uh, that whole thing while also getting those golden idols and having the golden idols also ascend into heaven... Uh, if you're able to do that uh, before the uh, there's like a there's like a requirement of how many humans you need to actually put through in order to complete the level. But you have to get those golden idols across before the required number of humans fills and the, oh, okay. the level ends. So. So you spend a lot of time trying to guide the humans. And if you want to 100 percent a level, you have to guide them um, using directions. At one point, you can make them jump. There's another kind of ability to make them kind of um, more floaty, I guess. So there's like this one environmental thing where 
it's like air that blows out from the ground. So you put this floaty, um, I don't know what to call it, uh, effect, I guess, on these humans. Yeah. And it allows them to float higher and longer than compared if they didn't. So it's just it's just like a puzzle game. Um, it looks like to, a chaotic mess. Um, it can be. In like a good yeah. way. Like it so, looks like it's going to be fun and funny and maybe in, a little frustrating. In one of the levels, there are three spawners. Mm-hmm. And you have to guide each of those spawner the humans that uh, come out of those spawners into a gateway in order to have them you know like ascend up right well the thing is in order to complete the level you have to have those uh, ascension areas constantly being fed with those humans because if they stop going there then it like unlights and you have to send more humans back to light it up again. So you have to have all three lit up before the level ends. Oh, so you're navigating all three spawners and trying to send them across. And then you're trying to like avoid them from like colliding with each other in negative ways, because you have to have one set of humans go in one direction and another set go in a different direction and trying to manage all that. That can be fun. That was, that was fun to figure out. So it's, that looks wild. Yeah, there's also like a, a VR portion of that as well. I haven't tried that out because I obviously haven't opened up the PSVR too, but uh, I want to try it. I want to try to see what that's like. When you can get to a point where you just have to send the humans in like a constant stream, like I think that's when it's the most fun. Hmm. Um, but it doesn't seem like it's like that all the time. Uh, there are 10 levels included with this demo. But you also get access to kind of like the online portion where you can build your own levels, submit them, and there are extra levels built by the humanity developers that are also available there. And there are some really interesting puzzles uh, that they've added that aren't part of the actual demo themselves. Damn. But, but honestly, like if you're into puzzle games, uh, you should you should check it out. Like it was it was a it was a fun type thing. Uh, I, I haven't I'm not really a big fan of Lemmings, but Figuring out just like the puzzle, there's one mechanic towards the end where you're not allowed to place these, uh, I guess, guides. So the humans like go in different directions. They jump or float or whatever. Uh, There's one mechanic where you have to place them ahead of time and then you have to push uh, where you have to go to like this uh, start button. And once it's once you push the start button, you can't place anything else down. Oh, so basically you have to map it out mentally. Yeah place all of the um place all of the directions uh that the humans need to go mm-hmm. and you have to plan it out because in that one level you have to push a block over you have to make them fall down then you have to direct them to uh where the block was moved come back to the other side push it again so that way it falls in a pit and then you have to direct them again so they push the block a little bit and then move out go get your golden idol and then walk across to finally get to the end Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think I'm going to do a video. I, I finished recording that earlier today. It's only, it's only like a couple of hours, but it was, it was a fun kind of like mental exercise to, to try to accomplish. I had, I had fun with it. Nice dude. I mean, you, Oh, excuse me. You kind of sold me on it. Sounds like a really fun game. Um, I like, I like the, uh, the puzzle aspect of it. Uh, the visuals of it remind me a lot of an old game called, uh, 
think oh, fuck iCube or something like that on the PS One. Ooh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember right iCube. Uh, I'm I know the name, but I don't know the game. Um, you used to play the fuck out of it. The next game they they uh, showed is uh, Good Ball Goodbye Volcano High, which they call yeah. a hybrid cinematic narrative rhythm game coming of age interactive movie experience. Uh, it is anthropomorphic uh, animals, so yeah. animals as humans. Uh, some lizard kin, some bird kin, some you know rhino kin, whatever. Um, living through a world right now that is uh, on the brink of destruction. Uh, and you have to do just regular stuff like tell your crush how you feel and try to fix your family dynamic before everybody does. Damn. Yeah. That's a little heavy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't look like much. It looks like, um, you know, some, some shit that you would get off of, uh, you know, like some early art station account or something off of like Tumblr, like in terms of the art style. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's kind of aimed for those, those kind of people. You yeah. know what I mean? It I'm looks actually, cute as fuck. I'm unironically excited for the game. <laughs> Holy shit. All yes. right. And there, and there's a big reason for it. Okay. Um, when I think when, when lockdowns happened back in like 2020, right? Mm-hmm. I went through a really weird rabbit hole of sad girl indie rock dude okay yeah phoebe bridgers um say lucy dacus uh boy genius uh japanese breakfast uh snail mail all of that i went through a weird phase where i went to like i think i i think it all started with like a a post on reddit where somebody posted a music video and I just went into like a deep dive into all of that stuff. Okay. And this seems like it has a pretty solid <laughs> sad girl indie rock uh, soundtrack. Okay. From what I've heard so far. I mean, honestly, I you're kind of fucking selling me on it now. I, I don't really give a shit about the, about the whole dinosaur thing mm-hmm. and the fact that uh, humanity's ending and blah, 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 you know, whatever. I don't care. I'm actually just there for the music. Um, I think earlier today, uh, while I was putting this together, uh, I went to the, there is a Bandcamp website for the, I think it's for like the, the trailer song. Yeah. The song on the trailer. But truth be told, a lot of this type of music sounds the exact goddamn same. And so this reminds me of basically any kind of music within that genre. But I still like it. <laughs> I still like it. You, you know, like um, in terms of like good game soundtracks, I felt the same kind of way about uh, River City Girls One. Yeah, I I was drawn in by the you know the beat 'em up shit. Uh, it's also River City Girls or River City. Um, you know the IP. Uh, the combat got really fucking stale after a while, but that soundtrack was so fucking good. That I stuck around just for that. I remember when I was streaming a lot too, I would just play that fucking soundtrack in the background forever. Mm. Um, really fucking good soundtrack. So in terms of uh uh what do you call that? Immersion? I think a good a good soundtrack could probably keep me into something like this. No, I, I agree. Yeah. I agree. 
Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see when the game comes out. Yeah, um, it could be a dog shit game. It, it's exactly <laughs> the 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 only thing that caught my attention um, when I when this thing first came out. I, I mean, it could be. I don't know. It could be similar to like Life is Strange, where you know it's just like a slice of life of just some person in high school or or some shit like that. And, and it could be compelling. Who who the fuck knows? Yeah, it, it could be fun to go back and relive your. Uh your high school uh, days as a uh, anthropomorphic uh, lizard or something. You know what? I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to call you out on, on that kind of, on that kind of talk. because <laughs> It sounded very dismissive, but I think, I think a lot of people, I think would just be a little bit okay about everything. If they just remembered what it was like, what it was like to be in high school. To be that little fucking weird, you know, kid with no direction, had no idea what kind of person you were, who you were going to become and stuff like that. And just allowing yourself to cringe the fuck out. Yeah. You know, (laughs) you had to you have to figure it out at some point. You know, nobody nobody gets it. Nobody ever does. They think they do. Some people pretend really, really hard. No, but it's it's all a journey. And we all get there at different times. And some of us are way more cringe about it than others. Oh, I was happened, man. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh man. Oh, I, some of the things that I said, cause I thought I was way too fucking cool. Even though I was a piece of shit. Yeah. My, I'll, I'll cue you in on one of the things that keeps me up at night sometimes. Uh, there is a lyric and a link. uh, No, wait. Um, Fred Durst. What is that fucking band? Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Limp Biscuit. There's a, uh, the, the song counterfeit. He talks about like wearing a mask and being counterfeit and like, uh, people not really knowing who he is. We had to design a paper bag in uh English class in high school and, uh, write stuff on there. Uh, that kind of described who we were as a person. Uh-oh. And and I felt like no one really knew me. So I wrote a bunch of lyrics from counterfeit on there and like drew a bunch <laughs> of shit. They kind of described who I was. And I was like, no one knows me. I'm wearing a mask and I call it counterfeit. And everyone, everyone knew it was me because we weren't allowed to like say who it was, <laughs> but I'm the only artistic person in yeah. class. And my art on it was lit. <laughs> and everybody's like, this is you. You're a fucking weirdo. And we don't fucking... Dude, everybody was calling me counterfeit and like all kinds of dumb shit all fucking year, dude. It was the worst. <laughs> to be fair, there are some people that go through high school without a nickname. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they give themselves their own nickname, yeah. which is worse. Yeah, Maybe you didn't like the nickname. At least you had one. Yeah. So I had two nicknames. One was uh. counterfeit. The other one was smooth. The smooth one I told you about, and that was because I used to steal yeah. ice cream a lot and give it all to the poor kids. I was like the Robin Hood of fucking uh, high school lunch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, man, we got a uh, we got we got a few more games to get through here. So um, the next one was uh, Naruto X Baruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections, which I guess is the the next version of the Ninja Storm. I guess games. so. I guess so. It, I, maybe it looks a little bit better than you. New arenas, more yeah. characters. There's, that's it. There's 124 characters from the past series that you get to play as in this. Plus, and they don't tell you how many there are, but 
plus new playable characters. So like, you know, 130, 140 fucking characters to play as through this game. That is a lot of fucking playable characters. That one random character and that bullshit arc that nobody, nobody likes. Yeah. You can play as him. Yeah. And you, you get to play die. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, at, when I, when they first announced it, I was like, holy shit, they're remaking all of the Ninja Storm <laughs> games. I'm going to get this, uh, but it's just a new one. Uh, so I'm not going to yeah. get it. Uh, Baldur's Gate three, uh, got announced, uh, which I thought had been in like early access or something forever. I thought we already, it it has, but I think this is, uh, specifically for PS five. Okay. Uh, it looks good. Uh, it's looked good forever. It, it's, it looks like it's going to be out of control as far as, um, the, the, like, I don't know, like the minutia that you have to, that you have to deal with when it comes to, I guess, Dungeons and Dragons based, uh, based games. I, I will say that I did get a little bit more excited about it. I, I'm not a Baldur's Gate person. I've never played the first two, but as I was watching the gameplay, watching, uh, like all of the little, all the little bits of information that, that fly off the screen. Mm-hmm. Like when, when you do stuff, the fact that it keeps track of things like, um, you know, I think stances and whether, you know, like if you're prone or standing or whatever, because I remember playing a game back in the day where you essentially like, that's, that's how you thought of combat. You know, if you were, if you were a magic user, mm-hmm. you know, you got to stay in a guarded stance the entire time. And then there was some magic that if you changed your stance into a more offensive stance, like it caused your magic to be uh, like more powerful, but it also opened you up to to like melee attacks. So if somebody swung at you, you know, your defense was like super low compared to when you were in a guarded stance. So it was like a trade off between, you know, stance dancing, uh, attacking and then, you know, trying not to get killed. And it was the same thing for for like warriors like you had. Uh, you were in an open stance the entire time because that's how you did the most damage. Yeah. But it was mitigated because they had some sort of um, some sort of concept where you kind of absorb damage. So even if, you know, you were essentially open the entire time, if somebody like swung at your head or swung at a limb, uh, you were able to kind of like not necessarily deflect, but it wasn't quite as like severe compared to somebody who maybe was just, you know, like a like a wizard or a sorcerer. Yeah. yeah Cause you're, so, you're, you're a melee uh, combatant, right? So you're probably yeah. more accustomed to getting hit in the face. Yeah. So seeing all that kind of brought back a lot of those memories and I was like, uh, maybe, maybe I'll try it. Yeah. There's when I was watching the trailer, there was one specific thing that stuck out to me. Uh, well, two, two, the fact that you're running around all over the place looks really fucking cool. I like the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. being able to go into environments, but then when you get into the combat areas, it, it switches how how yes. you interact with everything, and you you essentially play it like a tabletop game, which I liked. Mm-hmm. But they're at an, at a minute five in the trailer, uh, your your character is up on a roof with someone else, and that someone else picks you up and fucking just flings you off of the fucking roof, and you fall and take yep. damage. And I was like, that's cool as fuck. That's super. That's where I cool. yeah. That's the exact scene that I saw the prone thing because yep. as soon as he lands on the ground, you see that it it he declares that you know yeah this person is prone now yeah which means that if somebody comes up and attacks it probably is going to be you're going to get severely damaged because you're in a very open spot yeah. at that point yeah uh, really fucking cool stuff uh, 
All of the cutscenes look really dope. Um, I don't know that I'll play this. I know uh, my buddy from work played uh, a lot of the early access of this. Uh, you met him at one of the beer events. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say his name and re- reveal who he is, but he um, he'll probably play this. I would imagine that he will when it you know it finally gets released. Um, what we got next? They showed off a uh, Wayfinder, which is like a multiplayer. Uh, sort of MMO. Yeah. It, it seems kind of class based. And um, I don't know. I guess it's I guess it's cool. Uh, but I would assume that if you're going to have like a couple of people with you, they all have to be different classes. Otherwise, I don't I don't think it really makes a whole lot of sense. It, it just looks like some kind of generic MMO, a class based MMO which, that you have to get together in order to do dungeons. And it has that. um um, well, I guess I, I don't think it's similar to the mythic system that WoW uses, but it, it allows you to like, I guess, kind of like slightly remix dungeons. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when you go in, it might they you know, the, the monsters or, uh, you know, the big boss might be a little bit stronger, may have like different abilities or something like that compared to, um, just like the normal version, something like that. This it looks all right, but I, I love love the art style in this game it's like i hated it god <laughs> damn it it reminds me of um kingdoms of amalur it reminds me of the stuff that i liked about that but a little bit more mm. cartoony and a little bit more high yeah. def i like that um i guess it's like a paladin class in this game their their abilities are like their weapon is like literally light like some holographic type of light that comes out and then it like fades back in and everything seems like um, some futuristic fucking magic high fantasy type of shit. Uh, I don't know. I like it. Uh, I don't know that I'll play it. Um, it. It seems like something that would be very fucking time consuming and very grinding and that's probably not what I'm it really looking like for. It. In, in a it game. does sound like him. But I agree. I, I love the cities that it shows in the game. Um, I like the the towns, all that shit. Uh, it looks really fucking cool. I would like them to take this fucking aesthetic and stick it in a game uh, that's probably less grindy and a little bit more fun to play. <laughs> then they they showed off uh, three new Street Fighter Six characters. Uh, we got Zangief, yeah. uh, some chick that I've never fucking seen before, um, Lily, and then Cammy. Uh, Zangief had me fucking floored. I I loved the counters that it showed with Zangief. Uh, he's fighting um, yeah. E-Honda, and there's like a scene where E-Honda like kicks at him or punches at him or something, and he grabs his fucking leg and then goes right into a bunch of uh, uh, body slams and all kinds of shit. I, I, I love like the character interaction inside of this game. It seems yes. really smart and very well developed. Uh, Cammy is... Uh, thick as fuck as you would expect her to be um yeah she is holy shit yeah uh they they chopped her hair way down uh and they made her clothing a lot less revealing so i'm i'm assuming that there's a bunch of nerds out there just going fucking bananas about it oh they're they're oh and you know what i i i thought about that too because i think there's one pose that she does so she throws her ass out mm-hmm. but she uses her hand to cover her crack oh. and i was and and i i was thinking to myself there's Somebody's people mad. so upset. Yeah. Like they're kicking their dog and they're, and they're tossing, they're tossing their plate of nuggies 
back at their mom. Yep. They're she fucking yelling, dude. Gammy mom. I can guarantee it. Uh, Lily, Lily looked interesting. Uh, although I'm not sold about those, whatever those fucking wooden things are. She yeah. looks like she looks super agile, and uh, the you know watching her like, I think uh, she was fighting against Blanca. Yeah, and uh, she was using him to like using those little wooden paddles to like swing around his neck or something like yeah. that. It just looks super fucking cool. Yeah, she also I, looks like a fucking idiot, though. <laughs> she doesn't look like an idiot. I think she acts. She acts like a, a fucking idiot. Like, yeah, she she seems like a young kid. Uh, yeah, she you or a young teen. Yeah, you accidentally win at a fight. You know, you you stumble your way into victory. I think that's kind of like what her what her whole thing is. Um, so I don't know if I like that, um, but uh, it, it looked interesting. Yeah, like her 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 big ultimate move. She uh, jumps in and she grabs. And spins you up in the air and then accidentally releases you and falls down and like lands on top of you, breaking your back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she looks very clumsy. Um, it's like a clumsy skill. It, it's, it's, it, it's kind of weird. It, it's, <clears throat> I think it's like the, the antithesis of, uh, was it that drunken master style? Yeah. Antithesis. You know what I mean? Antithesis, whatever. Shut up. <laughs> I don't want anybody blasting you. I saw somebody left a comment and what? <laughs> One of our videos is like nice pronunciation, idiot. And I was like, God damn. dude, it's 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 exactly how they pronounce uh, the name of the character is Partitio. Yeah, that's how they announce them in Japanese. I didn't I didn't play it on the English. I didn't play oh. it on the English version. So if they pronounce it differently in English, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I like that guy though. He just he just lets you have it. I in did comments. too. Yeah, I did too. Hey, go fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourself, guy. Well, thank fuck you. yourself. Thank you for uh, talking <laughs> shit. Please, please continue to interact with our videos. We appreciate <laughs> it, but also go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, and then they showed uh, the Resident Evil Four trailer. I mean, it's it's the remake. It looks really fucking good. Um, looks really fucking good. I don't. I didn't even really watch it. I don't care anymore. Yeah. Just, just let me play the fucking game. Yep. You know what I mean? I remember sold, playing it on the GameCube back in the day, and it just didn't like it for whatever reason. I don't, I don't, I don't think that I was into the, the action side of resident evil, but I now, now I've played a lot of like third person action games and this is considered to be one of the best resident evils before what seven. Yeah. Right. So I, I think it'd be fun to go back and actually play it and give it a, give it a shot. I've seen a lot of people play it. I've seen a lot of speed runs of it. It looks like a really fucking good game. Yeah. I've been, I've been, I don't think I've acquired resident evil four specifically, but I've been looking at it. So <clears throat> I've been watching out for the GameCube version, the PS2 version. Uh, I think those two, those two in, in particular, but yeah, I've been, I've been looking, uh, looking around to get the, uh, some of the OGs. Okay. Uh, just, I mean, I don't think I'm going to have it in time for the game. I think the resident evil four, I think releases like in the middle of March. Oh, so like two or three weeks from now. Like it's not that far away, dude. It's so close. It's yeah, this so is close. What they showed was the third, the third major trailer, uh, and it yeah, yeah. Uh, release date March twenty like fourth, March twenty like fourth, oh, yeah. Okay, so at the end of March. Um, and then the last game they showed was uh, the Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League game. They spent a lot of fucking time, a lot of time, dude. I, I thought they showed us the whole fucking game. Um, and then I wasn't sure exactly how this game plays. 
So then I went and watched a bunch of other videos about it. And um, it is a co-op, uh, open world type of fucking, you know, go solve missions type of game like the the Arkham series yeah. uh, when you're out in the world. Um, it looks kind of neat. Each character has their own powers. They all have way too much mobility, in my opinion. Um, like Harley zips around like fucking Spider-Man all over the place. She has momentum-based movement. Uh, so the more you zip around and the better you do, the faster you are and the more you're damaged, more damage you deal. You got uh Deadshot, I think is his name. The sniper dude. Uh he's got a jetpack, so he can just fly around fast as fuck and shoot people with high accuracy. Mm-hmm. Uh you got King Shark, who is who's got ranged abilities. He can get in really close. Actually, he does best in close combat and just beats the fuck out of stuff. Um, he looks like the most fun character in my opinion. Uh, he's also really smart and doesn't understand uh, dumb conversations, so he overanalyzes everything. And then uh, lastly is Boomerang. I think is his name. I think that's what I think that's what his name is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and he moves fast by throwing his boomerang and then zipping to it using the speed force like the Flash. Um, and he can <laughs> okay. do like multiple multi hit combos and do all kinds of crazy shit. Um, the, the game is all about, uh, mind something, some, what the fuck's his name? I don't know. Some big boss named mind something. Uh, he comes to earth. He's an alien and he mind controls the justice league. Yeah. And, uh, so you have to go around and whoop their ass and eventually, uh, either kill them or, you know, kill mastermind. I think is his name. Yeah. I, I don't know. Sorry. It's Brainiac. I didn't know. I don't know anything was going on. I'm not a comic book nerd or anything like that, so I have no. I have no clue what's going on in the story. Uh, at first, I well, I guess they're kind of infected. So yeah, you have the Flash, Superman. That's the only people that I recognized yeah. uh, or that I remember. Um, the story itself seems pretty cool. Oh yeah, that's right. Wonder Woman, I think, showed up at some point. Yeah, but she's the, un- the she, she's not affected by Brainiac's she uh, mind control. She's like, you're going to have to kill me. And she's like, oh, it's like, what do I do? Probably not kill him. Yeah, probably not kill him. Um, I don't know. It looks like it could be fun, like as a co-op game. Um, it seems like it's troubling to play it uh, single player because they were like, you're going to get the best uh, gameplay experience if you play it with friends. Uh, and no, so that's that's what they true. just kept bringing up over and over again. So probably don't a pain in the ass playing yourself. Yeah, I think the I think what they said is if you play by yourself, you actually get uh, AI controlled partners to I, pl- that'll play with you. Okay, I think that's what they said. Okay, that makes. By sense. the way, that uh, that Sasquatch is absolutely terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> think of if somebody took your favorite chocolate bar and just like, hey, buddy. We infused grape flavor inside of it. Ooh. Enjoy. Ooh. That's exactly what it tastes like. It tastes like somebody dipped a grape in chocolate and then left it for you to eat and is wondered why you're pissed off at them. Yikes. Yeah. 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 That's fucking gross. Um, it is gross. I, I don't know. This thing, this... 
this uh, BB20, B, yeah, BB, uh, what, Bishop Barrel, yeah, 20. BB20 yeah. has been, I don't know how long it's been in the, in the fucking thing. Like I don't know. Like four years does, at least. Yeah, I don't know. Probably longer than yeah, four maybe. years. I don't know how long doubles, uh, if they're, if they age, but even if this like went bad, this tasted way better <laughs> than this Sasquatch. God Holy damn it. shit. God damn it. Yikes. <laughs> Oh, a fruity uh, chocolate. Like sometimes they go well together. Yeah, like a blueberry or a strawberry or something like that. But great. This one uh, doesn't. Throwing it in a wine barrel and aging it or whatever. Uh, wine has a very earthy, tart flavor palette typically, which can be good with chocolate, but you normally pair it with chocolate. So, like a red wine, you might have some chocolate or some steak or something like that, but you don't want it mixed. I don't think. And you normally have one after the other. Yeah. Uh, I would have preferred it if they'd mix this with steak. Yeah. Chocolate and steak. I think that probably would have been a better combination. We aged this shit. in a steak barrel. <laughs> we poured it through a cow. There was just, there was just meat floating around. Yeah. We just, we just threw a few chunks in. We some just Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. Some Worcestershire sauce, dude. Oh shit. Easy. Yikes. Uh, the last little bit from the PlayStation uh, stuff that we have for this week is the PlayStation Plus March 2023 announcements. Um, yeah. we got a couple games. Uh, there's two tiers in here, so the regular PlayStation Plus and the PlayStation Plus Extra Premium tier. So for the PlayStation Plus stuff, we got uh, Battlefield 2042, Minecraft Dungeons, and Code Vein. Code Vein looks fucking sick. Uh, I bought yeah. it a long time ago. It is a Souls-like Souls. experience, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Minecraft Dungeons is just, uh, it's a, uh, what is it? It's kind of like trying. It's like trying. So it's like, uh, it's one of those, uh, dungeon looter type games where oh, you just, yeah, yeah. you roll around and you just like, like kill shit and loot their corpses and, and find treasure chests and things like that. Yeah. So it, it's kind of like a long, it's in that same vein. It's, it's local co-op, I think too. Um, I, so, yeah. I know it's yeah it does say it's co-op uh, it's been out for over two years uh probably a pretty good player base still there uh, doesn't matter pick it up it's yeah. free yep and then battlefield 2042 uh i haven't played a battlefield game in forever uh i imagine this Either. is still pretty good uh it's got airplanes and shit in it yeah i think this is a uh, 2042 i think the big the big thing for this one was i think like building destruction or something like that I think when they first showed it off, showed it off, they showed like one team hiding in this high rise building, and then another one like coming in and then detonating the building, and so the people in the building had to escape before it like collapsed. Because I think the the uh, the map has, or at least Battlefield twenty forty two has a mechanic where you can have like these predefined like large scale destruction events that happen during the course of the game, and I think that's where they kind of showed some of that stuff off. Yeah, they show like a fucking tornado ripping through a city as part Crazy. of something too. So yeah, so yeah. hey man, it's free. Pick it up. Uh, yeah. This is probably going to cause a jump in people. Uh, they're going to be active in the game, and who knows? Maybe they'll uh, maybe it'll kick. I don't know if it's alive still, but if it's not alive, it'll probably be alive for at least another month or so. Yeah, get in there, fuck around, have fun. I, I sure. I think the battlefield games also have a single player component as well. Uh, I don't know about this one. Yeah, okay. I don't right. know if this one. 
And then lastly, we got uh, the PlayStation Plus Extra Premium. Uh, they're going to give you Chia on there, which uh, releases March 21st. So, Yeah, something like that. It's yeah. late March. So if you don't want to pl- buy it, uh, shit, you just get it with your uh, your premium membership, your plus extra premium membership. Yes, sir. Yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. I still have to download the... Uh, the February games. I unplugged my um, my PS5 at the start of February because uh, there were a lot of storms coming through down here in Houston, and I was like, "Our power's flickering," and I don't I don't want um, my my new PS5 to get fucking blown up again like my previous <laughs> PS5. And uh, I just I've left yeah. it unplugged. Um, I did finally get the box from the uh, PlayStation repair team. I and? requested the box on the 25th of December. It just got here last week. Uh, wow. And it took so long that they've closed my ticket twice. Um, so it automatically closes after a certain amount of time? Every 30 days it closes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I've I've called twice to get it reinstated while the box was still making it here. It finally got here. I called and um, I told them like everything that had happened. And uh, told them when I got the the PlayStation, and they were like, "Well, you don't need a receipt. You're fine." I get the box, and it was like, "Do not send this in without the original receipt, because we will send it back to you, and you will have to pay extra shipping." So I called, and they were like, "Yo, uh, don't worry about it. Just send it in without the receipt. It's totally fine." So I'm gonna send it in tomorrow and hope for the best. <laughs> it should be a free swap, but we'll see. And then I'll just have two PS5s laying around. Oh fuck! Okay, yeah. Good luck, man. Yeah, it, it, it's Good gonna luck. be fun. Hopefully, whatever my spare PS5 is, I can use it for hacking later on. So, do it. Don't update it. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna update it. I'm gonna turn it on, see what it's at. Not connected to the internet, uh, and just hope that a patch comes out for like some some jailbreak shit. Uh, man. So we got uh, this beer out. What's that? I'm gonna dump this beer out. All right. Well, I'm not going to do it now, but <laughs> like it's, it's not going to make it into your mouth anymore. Nope. Damn. It's so bad. Fuck. Uh, what we got now? We got some game pass late February, early March releases. Uh, mm-hmm. February 28th. We got some shit coming in, right? So just a couple days from now, two days, four days from now. Yeah. A couple of days. February's almost over, man. Yeah. Uh, Merge and Blade, which I, I was like, this is kind of a weird fucking name for a game. Uh, so I decided to look it up. It is like, what if Tetris was uh, a side-scrolling tactics game? Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Like, yeah. you... Sometimes it's uh, like one of those, like, match-three type games, and then another time it's like a, a straight just, you know, just kill the other person. Yeah, type so th- thing. There was an old game like this that Janet and I used to play a long time ago um, on the Xbox 360, and so you had you you set up a defense like you you would mm-hmm. pick uh, a, a character group like so demons or druids or humans or something, and you would have a bunch of different class or characters that would come onto the screen, and so you would have like three imps and you would put a line of three imps together, and on your turn they would merge into a new thing. Or like three bears would turn into a fence. And so that would keep enemies from coming into your group. 
this seems a lot like that. So like between each mm. light, you get to bring in new units. Um, and then okay. if you put them together, like a Tetris piece, so like three and three, uh, it turns like three farmers into an archer and three archers into a sniper and three snipers into something else. And then you take oh, that's that into interesting. a battle. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. So it's uh, so it's basically like um, like wave-based. So the front line goes in. Yes. And you kill, you kill them. Once you die, the person behind you gets, steps up to the front. Yeah. Oh, that's, ooh, that's actually, uh, I, I think I want to play it. Yeah. I think I want to play it. That yeah. sounds super fucking dope. Yeah, I think this is a game that Janet would probably play too. Um, she played the absolute shit um, out of that old game. Like, that was like, it was either she was playing Final Fantasy 13 or that, just like back to back. What was the name of the game? The game that she played? I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish I could remember. It's still on my Xbox upstairs, but uh, it was super fucking fun, whatever it was. Nice. Um, and then they announced uh, February 28th, we're also getting Soul Hackers 2. Uh, this game has been getting a lot of mixed reviews. Um, it's a JRPG <laughs> by Atlas, I think. It is Atlas, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to, like, I don't know the best way to describe what Soul Hackers 2 is. Me either. I've watched like, gameplay, and I'm just like, I'm not into it. Uh, it's been going on sale a lot. Like, right after it came out, it dropped at, like, yeah. 50 bucks. And a week later, it was like twenty nine ninety nine. <laughs> they 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 couldn't get sales up, so they were just dropping the price of this thing left and right. Um, if you've been hesitant to play it, at least it's free with your Game Pass uh, in February twenty eighth. So, you know, give it a shot if you want to. If not, you know, move on. I, again, if if you're a Soul Hackers fan, or you like Persona and all that shit, it's probably in the same vein. It's summoning demons and all this other shit. Yeah, I think it's. I, I, it's definitely the same universe. I, I don't know like how it fits in though. Yeah, me either. I, I don't understand any of that shit. Uh, March second, we got F one, twenty twenty two. Another F one game. game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, if you're into F one series shit, driving real fast. Uh, pretty fucking cool. Uh, March third. Really looking forward to this one. We got Wo Long Fallen Dynasty. You've already played the demo. How was it? Uh, so I think I've gotten through one of the bosses in the, in the demo. Uh, you go, well, there's kind of like, there's kind of two, well, there's kind of three total. Um, they have a first boss that I, that I believe that if you, if you beat, um, straight out, I, I think you, you get some sort of like in-game helmet or something like that. once the full game comes out. Uh, I beat that son of a bitch, and then I beat the the next son of a bitch, and I think I'm on my way to the next son of a bitch. Okay, so you you two son of a bitches down and on the way to the third. I'm on the way the to the other son of a bitch. Damn. All right. And so here, here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, you have to know how to parry, deflect. I guess is what they call it in the okay. game. If you don't know how to do that, you're in for a terrible time. So if you're a Absolutely roller, absolutely terrible. If you're a yes. roller or a dodger, you're fucked in this game. Well, so instead of rolling, so instead of rolling to attacks, you're going to deflect into the attacks. Okay. So you're a four, like that's the that's the fastest and easiest way to kill them. You're not going to do a whole fuck load of damage by just like swiping at them, you know. 
I did the same thing in the original Wolong demo, and it took forever to finish that thing. I was literally running around the arena and like waiting for like very specific attacks so that way I can just like hit hit and then run away. <laughs> and I was doing that for fucking ever, dude. Just getting and frustrated imagine, as shit. <laughs> yeah, because here's the thing like, if you get caught slipping, dude, you get like anywhere from like half to like uh, two thirds of your life bar gone. Oh, shit. Yeah. So you and just get two like, shot in this fucking game for, yeah. for fucking and it's up. just like and it's just like Dark Souls. You have a limited amount of recoveries. So it's kind of like the flask system. So in the demo you have three. So once you run out of the flasks, that's it. You can't heal anymore. Then you're if you die, you have to start over again. Ooh, okay. So if you're not somebody who really wants to like like go up and like face hug a, a big giant boss as it yeah. like swings at you and you have to like, you know, rhythm tap your, your dodge button in order to deflect the attacks. You're going to have a bad time. So know that up front. Okay. Deflect is king. If you are the nervous type where you cannot like deal with having to like face plant, uh, a large enemy attack mm-hmm. and like try to deflect it, you're going to have a terrible time with the game. Damn. So just know that. <clears throat> That's good to know. Yeah. Cause I was, I was watching some of the gameplay uh, just to like catch myself back up. So when I first saw the name, I thought it was that cool fucking that monkey game that looks like a souls game. Oh yeah. 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 I was like, Oh shit. That shit's out. Um, and I was like, Oh no, this is the other one. Um, so I was watching some of the gameplay and I was like, fuck, I want to play this. I know I want to play it. I'm never going to fucking play it because it's, it's a harder version of a Souls-like being that it, like you said, it's more punishing if you really don't lean into the mechanics. Well, I don't, I don't think it's actually more punishing. Oh, no? You just, but you just have to go in knowing what the expectations of you okay. are. <clears throat> so like I said, if you go in with the expectation that you were going to like run right at the boss, so that way you can deflect enough times to actually like, you know, cause the boss to do his. So the, <clears throat> I think they call them uh, spirit attacks in the game. So each, each boss has like kind of like their, their charge up move. So there's like this red ball of light or energy or whatever that they kind of give off when they're doing one of these moves. You, those are the ones where you really need to uh, do your deflections at because what it does is uh, I want to say that in the game they have like a spirit gauge which is kind of like I don't know like um, in Dark Souls it would be like poise so once you lose all your poise you're basically kind of like uh, stunned or whatever and you're uh, vulnerable to like a, like a big attack so like you know in, in the case of Dark Souls and Wolong it's basically like you know the guy like the, the boss is on his knees so you're able to go up and just like, you know, stick your sword in them, you know, and cause tons of damage. Okay. So by deflecting these large spirit attacks, you actually break their kind of like uh, spirit meter mm-hmm. and allow them to get more easily opened up to these devastating attacks. Oh, okay. Okay. That's kind of fucking sick. So the whole like, I guess, um, dance, I guess if you want to call it is 
You're continuously waiting for these large attacks so you can deflect them, break their kind of spirit thing, and then go in for a big attack. And it's kind of like a three to four kind of like repetition type thing. As they, as you uh, start um, doing these large damaging attacks, they might like change things up a little bit. And in the uh, beginning of the demo, the boss that you fight has two phases. Okay. So after you get down the first phase, the second phase is a completely different fight. So you have to kind of learn the second phase fights. You know what I mean? So it's basically fighting like two of these bosses at once. If you have like no healing items at the second phase, you're fucked. Too fucking bad. Yeah. Whenever you die, you have to go back and fight phase one all over again. So as long as you go into go into the game knowing that and knowing like i said what's expected of you mm-hmm. it's actually not too bad you're going to die it's a fact of life you're going to die maybe half a dozen times but uh and i think i think i might do uh, a video on it after i'm done uh with this cuz this is actually a different demo compared to the ps5 uh they had a demo on the ps5 like <clears throat> shit when was the last time we talked it was sometime last year yeah, it was sometime last year when uh, when they had the Wolong demo for PS5. Um, but this is a completely different demo. This looks like it's kind of close to like the final version of the game. So I think it's actually setting up uh, the legit like story and everything that's going to be going on. But um, you can tell like uh, if you go into the game with that mindset, the the first encounter is very different from the last encounter when you finally beat the boss. So just being able to know that that progression is going to happen and just having to wait for it to, you know, to actually pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it sucks a little bit because, you know, it sucks to die. You know, yeah. you wish you wish you could just like go in and just like, ah, uh, you know, like, like I was only like one health potion away from, you know, from dying and stuff like that. No, 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 no. Fuck you. You're going to die multiple times. And then you're going to be able to see your progress as you're going to be able to just like to wipe the floor with phase one. Yeah. And then you're going to get to like halfway to phase two a couple of times. And maybe you're going to get like three fourths of the way. And then eventually you'll be it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I, I, I kind of like that system. I mean, a, a lot of games have adopted the system over, you know. And I will say that the 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 window of uh, the you know, like wind deflection uh, will actually happen. It's actually pretty generous. Oh, okay. So you don't you don't actually have to wait for like because uh, I know in some games, in order to really do the deflection correctly, you have to wait till like it hits you like literally dead on. This one like the the window to actually pull off a deflection, you get a couple actually, frames. It's it's rather generous. Oh, so okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about it too much. Just like as soon as you as soon as you start to see the attack happen. Uh, and you know what's about to, you know, where it's going to land. If it's like, if it's a, if it's an extended animation, you know, if he's going to fly up in the air, you know, if there's kind of crazy things going along with it is once you start recognizing some of these patterns, the, the window for actually having a deflection happen is, is rather generous. So okay, it's going to be fine. Everybody's going to be fine. It's honestly, I think, uh, dark souls is probably, uh, way more strict when it comes to this stuff. Okay. Yeah, this this kind of <clears throat> reminds me a little bit of uh, Sekiro Shadow Style twice. Then. Ooh, that's what they said. I had a much easier time with this game than Sekiro. Oh I shit! Still haven't beaten okay. Sekiro. I still haven't beaten Sekiro. Okay. I never, I never got the, um, I never got the deflection aspect of Sekiro down. 
at all. A little bit tighter window then. No, like I was literally doing the same thing I did with Wolong. Like I would literally run around in the arena <laughs> and then run away. Dude, there are. Have these... you watched speedruns of Sekiro? <laughs> yeah, I'm super pissed. They, they make bosses look like they don't even attack. I don't even know how they do it. Dude, there is these uh, these headless apes in Sekiro. Yes. Um, the <laughs> the only way that I beat these apes was to literally run around and just slice them a couple of times and then run away. I ref- I don't know. Maybe I just refuse to learn uh, the deflect mechanic because uh, it's similar to Wolong. You have like a meter, and I don't know if they call it poison in Sekiro, but whatever it is. You basically have to do perfect blocks, and then what it does is that it fills up the meter, and then it goes red, and then it uh, allows them to uh, open up for like a you know like it's similar to Wolong, yeah, where they get stunned attacks, and yeah, and so you know Sekiro, like you you know you stick them with your knife, you know maybe you slice their neck or something like that, and kill them, and then you know they have like two or three uh, lives or whatever that you have to get rid of in order to win. Like I think the final boss has like has like four or five of those yes where they have different phases i think i got to the second phase and then i kept dying i was just like fuck this game i should you should watch uh sucker or has a, a community now that's doing uh 1c 2p gameplay so one controller two players oh. so one one player controls the left side of the controller one player controls the right side of the controller and they set up a route and they play it and they beat the game in like 45, 50 minutes. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Um, Fuck those guys. Yeah. Fuck them. Really fucking cool shit. Um, but yeah, so to recap, March 3rd, whoa long. Uh, that's uh, Friday. So that game gets released. Or not released, but uh, it'll be out on Game Pass. So check it out. Uh, no, it, it, that is the release date too, isn't it? It would be, yeah. 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 So day one release. Not too bad. Ah, oh, man. This... So we're getting into the L's in a second. And um, these L's, like most L's, uh, some are pretty annoying. This one is just, um, I don't know. This one sucked. Yeah. This one sucked. Because this is just fucking full spoiler. I, I don't think, we're not going to go into any spoilers, right? So. Um, I don't know if it's spoilers or not. Uh, the The article that I think that I pulled up for this one says that there aren't really any spoilers. Okay. Whatever the whatever that means, I'm not I don't I'm not going to know because I'm not going to check out the leak. Um but apparently I think it was was it last week? I think it was last week. Literally, I think last Sunday. Last Sunday or Saturday. So that would be uh February 19th, February 20th, something like that. Um what happened was on the was it gaming rumors and leaks subreddit somebody apparently got a, got their hands on the art book for tears of the kingdom the collector's edition so this is the same art book that you're going to be receiving with your collector's edition when tears of the kingdom releases on may 12th somebody somehow uh, i i want to say that this was japanese the japanese version which i i don't know how i don't know if that's something you can tell these days because i've noticed that most of most of the modern art books don't really have like a lot of text or anything like that 
I, I figure it's a, it's a cost saving measure, so they can just throw in the same art book no matter like which region of the game that you yeah. buy the just game. Call in. it good, <clears throat> right? But uh, I think they said that this came from uh, the Japanese side. So the Japanese side got the art book leaked a little bit early, and somebody took scans, pictures, what have you, and just dumped all of that shit on. Uh, I think it might have originated on. 4chan, those those weird fucking bastards. <laughs> but uh it's out there. It's out there. Um I, I've heard I've heard like conflicting reports from various people. Some people say that, oh my god, this confirms this and that and whatever. This confirms so much about Tears of the Kingdom. Like it has explained so much. And I'm just like, ah, fuck. I don't want to know. Yeah. And then I, I've avoided this whole thing since you mentioned it to me last week. I was like, I don't even go to the Zelda subreddit. I, I've like removed myself from everything and anyone who would yep. possibly spoil this. Not, not happening. I I'm refusing to look at any of this stuff. I don't care. This is what, so we're about to hit March. Yeah. So we're we're two months. We're about two and a half months. Yeah. We're about two and a half months away from the game finally releasing. And you know what? Screw it. Just I'm just gonna wait. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Like I don't. We got enough with whatever the trailer was. Like you're gonna have like some kind of like Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts like like construction bullshit. Yeah. Where you can construct like I don't know some some kind of like vehicles to kind of like take you places, I guess. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, some people have pointed out like, you know, there are some uh, monsters in the overworld that are similar to some of the older, like there's, they're bringing back some older uh, mobs from the overworld in, in uh, previous Zelda games, blah, blah, blah. You know what? I'm good. Yeah. That's I'm cool. good. Yeah. You know what? Like Zelda link, some shit going on there's like the decaying decrepit body of ganon or some shit like that there's floating islands or something i don't fucking know no clue you know i don't care i'll figure it out may 12th along with everybody else who isn't like perpetually you know connected to social media or anything like that yeah there might be a chance that when i when i see this motherfucker coming in i i i just have covid 3.0 and I just don't go to work that week <laughs> or whatever. Like, uh, no, probably. Yeah. Probably happened to me. Yeah. They're going to be it like, damn, me. what happened to you? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I got, I think I caught breath of the wild. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was a good one. I was good. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it, it took me, I think for my first playthrough, mm-hmm. it took me about 120 hours to get through the first breath of the wild. Yeah. Or the first, uh, the, the first Switch game. Yeah, because I, I spent... Yeah. I, I was going to say, I did, I did all the shrines. I did fucking everything except for the Korok seeds. Pretty much. I don't think I ended up doing all the shrines. I was... Some of them pissed me the fuck off, man. Yeah. Some of those shrines were pissing me off yeah. so bad. And I remember when I finally ended up getting some of them, I was just like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I, I thought the game was broken. To be honest, <laughs> I was just stupid. Apparently, I was just stupid. I remember but, having a conversation with you about uh, the Thunder Ganon. Because uh, I was like, dude, I cannot beat this thing. 
Like, this thing is whooping my ass. And you're like, that's literally the easiest fight in the fucking game. You just pick up the pillar and you just put it underneath him and he dies. And I was like, oh. oh I, yeah. I was like, I don't, I, I did not realize that you could just pick stuff up and just uh, use it as like a lightning rod. I was dodging lightning. I was like back flipping off of shit, uh, trying to shoot fucking bomb arrows. I was doing the wildest shit to beat that dude. Yeah. I, I fought him probably 15 times before I just had to put it down. I was like, Michael, what the fuck am I doing wrong? <laughs> uh, it was fucking wild. Um, that game was fun. That game was fun as shit. It, it, um, it was fun. Like and like you said, like it 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 basically allowed you to do it to approach the world of Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. in whatever way you felt like doing yeah. it. I I want to say that I don't even think it was required that you that you beat any of the divine beasts. Nope. Or anything like that. I think you just go straight. And kill Ganon if you wanted to. I mean, yes. it was going to suck, but you could. Yeah. I mean, you see uh, people will go in. Uh, they they get the first three shrines, right? So you have to get the, the original powers oh, so the bomb right. yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that stuff. You get off of the plateau with the glider. They would go down, uh, do the the trick with the... Um, they'd chop a tree, stand on it, do the, the, the bomb oh, yeah, trick, yeah, yeah. and shoot themselves over towards uh, a Hyrule castle. They would drop in... They would pick up two swords in the hallways and then they would go straight in to fight Ganon. Uh, and, and I think those, those speed runs were like yeah. 36 minutes, 32 minutes, something like that. Um, yeah, that was wild. dude. Yeah. They were fucking, they were super fast. Um, the, the fucking movement and shit in there is crazy. Um, I did see the other day because I still, I still look up, um, uh, combat videos from Breath of the Wild because people mm-hmm. are still finding really fucking crazy ways to to kill bosses in that game. Uh, and one of them, again, was the uh, Blight Cannon, so the Thunder one. And the dude did it in like, I, I think it was like a 10 second flight. Uh, people were just finding crazy, crazy shit to, to still uh, eke out more damage and beat the fuck out of bosses super fast or the way that they're doing parry systems or... I saw something the other day where a dude killed a um, a guardian. It wasn't even loaded in the screen. It didn't see him. He he did something, launched a boulder, jump off of a fucking cliff. The boulder's still flying. He comes out into like slow fall mode. The the thing sees him. He drops from the sky, and then the boulder smashes it and kills it. It was like playing golf like across a fucking mountain range. Um, it was, it was dumb shit. People just find like crazy dumb shit to do in the game. Um, so it's, it's cool that the game has been out for as long as it has been and people are still finding fun ways to play it. Um, you know, cool trick yeah. shots and shit. Uh, but that being said, I think, uh, these people who are, uh, leaking shit and I know they're excited to just share information, but inevitably they're ruining, you know, people's fun and people's enjoyment of the game. Uh, there isn't a lot of story in the Breath of the Wild series, right? Yeah. So it's not it's, a whole it's, bunch. Yeah. So it's unfortunate if uh you know, people kind of fuck that up for you. You know. But it is what it is. Uh it, you know, try to avoid that stuff if 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 you don't want to see it. You know, for certain games yeah. I go out there and I specifically look for spoilers cuz I want to know. Really? Yeah, so like World of Warcraft. Um Excuse me. <laughs> dude, that fucking beer fucked you all the way up. It is, it is overcoated your throat like a fucking greasy cheeseburger. 
Uh, blame Sasquatch. Yeah. Uh, that happens every time I have an interaction with Sasquatch, dude. Ouch. Greasy, greasy dick. Um, yeah, like, uh, yeah, I'll go out and look for certain, certain spoilers, but for, for, for things that I, I really want to experience and get like a full immersive value out of like breath of the wild. Um, I, I won't watch anything for it. I'll watch a couple trailers. Mm-hmm. I'll get hype about it. I, I avoided all the review videos. I didn't watch any of the shit from the completionist. Um, anybody, anybody, I, I didn't watch shit until I beat the game. And then I was like, now I'll see what everybody cares and cares to say about it because I didn't want it to shape my opinion of the game. That's basically how I rolled. Yeah. Uh, Cause um, right now I'm about to do a, I'm finishing up the script for atomic heart and there was, <laughs> there's been a lot of weird shit about atomic heart. Like it almost got on the level of um, Hogwarts legacy, dude. Mm. <clears throat> so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. The developers of atomic heart are Russian. They're, Yikes. they're, they're, they're kind of involved with some shit right now. Right. 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 So um, people have been like digging super hard to find some shit. Uh they got like really like there's some really obsessive people where they were they were trying to trying to like bridge uh, a type of plant to the kind of war in Ukraine like there is some sort of representation where you know like oh no these the robots are carrying these plants, these potted plants. This is actually, this is actually them signaling their support for the Ukraine war. And uh, also in the game, they have uh, a cartoon from the 60s. Mm-hmm. You remember how progressive cartoons from the 50s and 60s are, right, dude? Yeah, they're, I mean, you never did blackface. You obviously never didn't did. have... Uh, any no type of uh, molesting or yeah, caricatures you didn't know. Everything was really smooth in the sixties and seventies. Uh, uh, there was no racism at all. I mean, that exactly. was probably the best version of America ever. Right. So there is, I guess a very famous Russian cartoon series yeah. that originated, I think in the 1960s <laughs> and they just, and the, the developer, I guess as part of like, you know, cause the, the game is all centered around Russia, an alternate timeline in Russia. Right. Okay. So uh, I guess as an homage to just like, you know, uh, Russian, you know, uh, media and things like that, they decided to include this cartoon series. There is one, there's one episode uh, that's filmed in a museum. And so it's like a Tom and Jerry type of cartoon, right? So there is like this wolf character and something, something's happening. And so. You know, just a cartoon being a cartoon, there's all of these um, museum kind of like representations, like a canon, uh, an African tribesman. You know, think of that what you will. So uh, so there's like this uh, this whole like Rube Goldberg uh, kind of like series of events that happens where uh, so, you know, things get shot around this museum, a room and for like for like half a second. Uh, the African tribesman gets hit with something, and so he pulls his bow and arrow and shoots uh, his his arrow into a cannon that causes it to explode. Okay. Now, obviously, the 
African tribesman caricature, you know, super black face. I think it's a uh, large red lips or something like that, which obviously has, uh, you know, some racial overtones uh, from, from the 1960s. To be fair, it was a common stereotype, a common depiction of that kind of thing. And so, I mean, not saying that it's right. That's just how it was, man. Yeah. And they're just like, these motherfuckers are racist. Can you believe it? They have this racist shit in the game. To expect American media to to do uh, a change about something, that's one thing. Yeah. But to like have have like these... I don't want to call them a third world country, but uh, to have like these other like European, like Latin American countries, just like, Hey bro, like the way you depict minorities in the fifties is kind of problematic. And they'd be like, Hey, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know, just like who gives a fuck you little bitch, you know, like it's, it's just like, there's a lot of countries aren't necessarily as, um, progressive, a forthright. They're not forthright about just like, Hey man, uh, shit that we like, Stuff that we consumed back in like the 50s and 60s and whatnot, different time. Yeah. You know, we don't really have that shit anymore. Okay. Like, so what? That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They, there was like some weird thing where they expected them to have like some sort of just like, uh, disclaimer. I think kind of similar to how, uh, Disney does is just like, hey guys, uh, so we created this back in the time where this was kind of okay we we understand it's not okay now but just be aware this is a product of its time yeah i didn't realize that you needed to have like a billboard that says that like you kind of understand that you know a lot of stuff is a product of its time yeah there's a there's an old disney cartoon with centaurs in it uh look that up if you want to see some real racist shit from Disney, that is probably the most racist shit I've ever seen in my entire life in terms of like that cartoons. Is that Song of the South or is that just something else? No, it's just, it's centaurs. It's just a bunch of centaurs doing shit. But they, the way that they depict white centaurs versus African centaurs uh, is fucking wild. Um, there's other races in there. I, and as bad as it is, it's still not as bad as that MTV commercial. <laughs> oh so yeah so all right so i'm looking at it right now yeah it's uh apparently it was fantasia oh that's it uh, yeah, yeah yeah so i mean it's you can think of it's like it's a very similar caricature uh, i guess they were trying to just like haha they're from africa let's yeah. let's 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 draw them uh with you know uh, like super african i don't know fucking uh, features or whatever. It's not just how they draw them. It's what they make them do inside the, the cartoon as well. Well, we're not going to get into that. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying that the the point yeah. of the of the example was that if Disney was a world leader inside of animation, right? And so if yeah. other countries who were trying to come up in the animation era or in like, you know, creating their own Hollywood or something like that, they followed suit with what America portrayed. Uh, so you will see that inside of a lot of marketplaces. Uh, and if we are making our cartoons back then in the fifties and sixties and seventies, very racist, um, in tone, 
then other countries are going to follow the the same style. Uh, so to be mad at Russia for making a racist cartoon, you should in, inherently point fingers back at yourself uh, as and a nation. To be, and to be fair, like to call it racist is probably a stretch. It's it a caricature is. for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's an African tribesman, you know, regardless of whether you want to believe like a depiction of an African tribesman is racist in itself. Yeah. The fact that the purpose of this thing in the cartoon from the 60s is essentially just a single part of like this Rube Goldberg device Mm -hmm. that they needed something, you know, whatever. Uh, It's just it just feels weird that. Everybody expects warning labels for everything. You know what I mean? Well, everything is triggerable nowadays. Um, I I guess so. I, I just, I don't understand. Like, yeah. uh, I guess, guess maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too old or just like, uh, to say like, man, that was fucked up and then move on with my day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I, I try not to let things, uh, linger too much in my mind that don't necessarily have too much impact on my life. Yeah. That being said, I'm very fortunate to, to live here in the U S in Texas and, and have the life that I have right now. Right. So like, it's hard to, Oh yeah. I almost forgot. Like you don't know what it's like to be caricatured inside of a a cartoon. (laughs) Not really. No, I don't. Uh, the worst I could be is, you know, uh, underneath a lamp, and have my friends take pictures of me where my nose casts a shadow. It makes me look like Hitler. <laughs> I will say that with, uh, in regards to Tom and Jerry by themselves, yeah, I absolutely love the, the Mexican caricatures that they have. Oh Fucking Speedy Gonzalez. I love Speedy Gonzalez. Slowpoke, Slowpoke Rodriguez, who, who fucking walks around in his slow ass little walk singing la cucaracha la cucaracha and then he has that was his name and then he has a fucking gun that he just decides to pull out and blast on people (laughs) hilarious is that fucked up yeah a little bit (laughs) i still think it's funny as hell though (laughs) you know i i've noticed when um i watch like tiktoks and stuff where people there's a white kid and he dresses up in like traditional Mexican garb. So like a sombrero and the poncho and everything else. And I think he even has a fake Mexican, like big Mexican mustache on. Uh, and he, he walks around at like his college campus and people were like, yo, you can't fucking wear that. That's cultural appropriation, blah, blah, blah. So then he, he wears the same shit and goes into like the Mexican area of town where everybody's Mexican. And he walks up to people that are like sitting down and eating lunch and they're like, yo, what are you doing? And he goes, does, does my outfit offend you? They're like, no, that shit's dope as hell, man. I love it. <laughs> he talks to old people. He talks to young people. And he's just like, everybody, he's, he's making an example. He's like, everybody's offended for someone else. But he's like, the people that I'm representing inside of this, I think what they're doing is fucking dope. And for the most part, everybody else is like, yo, that's fucking sick. Yeah, come, come, dude, fucking come over. Like, let's fucking eat and drink and shit. Let me show you some more because people are proud of their culture. And like, it's not necessarily that you're trying to steal some shit. Uh, I think in that case, you know, he was trying to like prove a point, but I don't know, like seeing your culture, even if it's like a caricature, like you're saying in this case, beating Gonzalez and uh slowpoke Rodriguez, you got to see a representation of your people <laughs> doing some wild ass shit inside of a cartoon. 
Um, I don't know what true. my representation yeah. of people were inside of a Tom and Jerry cartoon. Was I Tom? Was I Jerry? I don't fucking know. No, you were neither. You I'm, were, yeah. uh, you were fucking, what's his name? Oh man. Uh, Droopy was... dog. No, 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 no. Um, damn it. I'm trying to think of his name. He, Sylvester? Uh, no, it's an actor. Oh. You'll, you'll say, hold on. So he, he had a movie called Tin Cup. Uh, to Kevin Costner, oh. you are Kevin Costner in Dances with Wolves. That's all. It, that's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> oh shit! I am. Um, oh, the last samurai. That's just as bad. You are the last samurai. <laughs> yeah, that's just as bad. I am uh, the best depiction of cultural appropriation that you could possibly have. <laughs> So, oh man god damn it um shit man i guess with that uh fuck you guys that are like leaking tears of the sun stuff uh keep it to your fucking self he's the king quit quit, quit sh- sharing that shit all over the place uh you're fucking up everything for everybody else yeah you are yeah uh sometimes a poison that you ingest is not meant to be spread if you run across that shit do not share it with your friends and if you do at least give them a fucking warning don't just drop that shit on them it's fucking rude uh don't ruin everybody's enjoyment of games yeah. Uh that's what's up. Damn, it's episode twenty nine. We're almost at thirty. Uh feels good. Feels good. We're still growing. Let's feel good. Um Damn, what are we at right now? The last time I checked, uh our our YouTube channel, we were just under eighty subscribers. Ooh, we're eighty one now. So we we're jumping up. So thank but you. Yeah. It was like, new people. We were 58 like two weeks ago. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that just, that just means I got to feed the machine. I got to yeah. feed the machine. I am so goddamn tired. <laughs> you have no idea. You sound you tired. Have no what idea. Have you, what's wearing you down right now? Um, video production. Yeah. Video production. I, I think I, I think I traveled through space and time to get that, uh, to get that, uh, I don't know what it's called anymore. Octopath Traveler 2 video out. Yeah. I basically, I basically spent, I think Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday getting that out. God damn. I think I might've slept like 10 hours. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I woke up at 5 p.m. yesterday. <laughs> Holy fuck. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I am absolutely destroying myself. Do you find absolutely it? Do you find it rewarding? A little bit. Okay. Well, I don't want to say a little bit. Um, it's it's causing me to really think through uh, my entire process. Okay. My entire process, like, like it went from it went from just like recording stuff to to something like this, where like I, I'm keeping like a notebook of all the shit uh, that I'm doing. So uh, for Atomic Heart, 
I actually have uh, just like a brief, like couple of sentences about just some shit that happened during the during the the recording process. And so now, like I, I've got a few ideas to refine it even further, because the I think the the time that takes the most is actually editing the video out. Mm-hmm. Recording, like writing the script and getting that recorded doesn't take a whole bunch. It's getting a lot of the B-roll and a lot of the a lot of the shots edited in. And I think what I found out the most with the Octopath Traveler video was that I did not organize all that stuff uh, as well as I should have, which meant that, uh, and especially like during the actual recording, I ended up having to re-record a lot of stuff. So uh, trying to figure out the best way of going about some of this stuff to make it a lot more streamlined. That's obviously comes with experience, uh, just going through the process over and over again. Um, but I'm trying to get it to the point now where I can push out something like once a week. And I want to say that if I organize myself a lot better, if I took way more notes, then I could probably do that. No problems. No problems. So essentially keeping minutes of like how your recordings go before you get into the actual editing process. Yeah. So what I, what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start keeping timestamps of mm-hmm. when I start recording, I'm going to make notes uh, with timestamps of things of interest, things that I find interesting, um, things that I want to call out. So when it comes time to the recording process, <clears throat> I can just have a whole bunch of timestamps of just things that uh, could potentially be pulled in to just be uh, be dropped in. And that's going to avoid me having to, you know, kind of like... Scan uh, through hours of gameplay that you recorded? Yes. Yep. Because right now, Atomic Heart is about 30 hours total. Oh, my God. So, uh, and I'm already thinking about having to re-record a little bit of like the first two or three. Mm. You know what I mean? So, so Yeah. Um, that being said though, it's, it's a fun process and the only thing I can do is get better. But in order to do that, I have to make sure to push the video out. So the more videos that get released, the more experience that I get, the more I can refine the process, the faster I can pump them out. I can't wait to have this level of frustration that you're having right now. Yeah. I mean, because the thing is, is like it, it, it's it's the same with anything that you do. Mm-hmm. You're just like, well, that took fucking forever. Yeah. Like, I want to do this again, but I want to avoid all of these frustrations that I had, you know, getting the first one out. The, yeah. the first one's always the hardest because you have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. Um, I still don't know what I'm doing. Uh, I don't know if the format, the the way that they're structured, I don't know if I like it, but some point it doesn't really matter Mm. you got to put it out yeah once you put it out you can like reflect on it and be like okay like if i could do it over i would do this differently the the thing that i did with octopath traveler 2 Mm -hmm. was the amount of footage like and it even happened accidentally um octopath traveler 2 i accidentally uh 
recorded some of the lines too close to each other, so I had to separate it out. So I was separating out some of the uh, some of the voiceover, and it just happened to coincide to like a swelling of the music. And I was just like, you know what? Like, maybe I'll just make this a thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I'll just put, you know, like 10 seconds of of non-speaking in between like each of the characters. And I'll take my favorite part out of a music track from the specific characters section of the game. And I'll find a part in the music that I really like. And so I'll have that highlighted when I transition over. So that's that's like so i just started coming up with bullshit like that and so that that's fun you know trying to figure out like you find something that you kind of like and then just put it out there damn that's cool as fuck man that's cool as fuck yeah it's it's just a fun discovery process yeah it's a fun discovery process bet bet I, i i i'm excited to like dig into the weeds on this type of shit too uh, I got some free time coming up. Finally, fucking finally. I didn't expect February to be as bad as it was. Uh, I thought I wasn't sleeping. You are our king of no sleep right now. Yeah. Like I was pulling like three, four hours of sleep a night for the past like couple weeks. Uh, the fact that you got barely into double digits over five days is fucking wild. Yeah, it is. Like it, you just fully had- fucking crammed. Like, like a dev cycle cram. That's what it felt like. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Uh, I had some really fucking weird, like, uh, weird, like little, like fever dream. I don't know what the fuck to call it. Like I was able to fall asleep for like an hour or two at a time. And it was just like some of the weirdest dreams I had ever had. I just woke up and I was just like, all right, well, I don't think I'm going to be able to go back to sleep. So I guess I'm just going to. I'll, I'll do some fucking editing or something like that. Yeah. Fucking yikes. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll talk more about this later. I think, uh, I don't want to fill our art audience full of the woes of what it is to be a YouTube channel. Um, I mean, this is what I hear from a lot of YouTube channels as they start up. Um, and why like a lot of them end up, um, sending footage out to actual editors. So they have yeah, they have editors. Yeah. Some people use Fiverr. Uh, a lot of the bigger channels that I uh, that I do watch, they have. I, I think the they only do their voiceover. They have somebody who does the B roll uh, out uh, outside of like if it's more of like a generic type thing, the editor pulls in the B roll. Yeah. Otherwise, the uh, the talent or whatever the fuck you want to call them. Uh, they provide shots and then let the editor, uh, you know, mash it together into like a coherent video. So I get it. I get it. It's a lot of fucking work. It's a lot of, it's fucking a lot of work. work. Cause you, you spend, uh, to make like a, a 20 minute video, you could spend 16 to 30 hours. Easy. Yeah. Editing. No, uh, for sure. Definitely. When you have 40 to 60 hours of footage, bring down into a 20 minute video. So. And to be fair, at least for atomic heart, I don't think most of that's going to be an issue. Um, I think most of the footage, I think I, I know what to do with most of the footage. Anyways, a lot of it's just going to be 
I don't know, just some, some random shit. And like, that's one of the reasons why I want to start taking a little bit more better notes when mm -hmm. it comes to the recording process. So <clears throat> if it ever comes to the point where I have no idea what to put here, well, fuck it. Just put something interesting in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you, do you think, uh, I think that's the last thing I want to ask. Do you think that this is, uh, in enhancing or ruining your experience playing games? Hmm. I don't you're, know. You're having it's to pay actually, way more attention to certain aspects and then think about like how they tie into how you may want to write a script and then take notes about when action happens inside of your actual recording process. That, that's hard to tell. I, I think it's actually motivated me to actually play more games. Hmm. You know? Um, <clears throat> I, I think I wanted to... It, it's changed how I it's changed how I play games too. So Atomic Heart is a bit of an open world kind of FPS, okay. Which means if you were if you were to compare it to something to, to something like Fallout, okay. <clears throat> if you play Fallout, there's a ton of places for you to go in the game. There's a ton of things like terminals and hollow tapes. If you really wanted to ingest the lore of the world that you're in, mm -hmm. you can read all of the terminal notes that are in the game you can hunt those out so you can find some context you can you can get some ideas of what some of the people that lived through the time or lived before the bomb dropped like what their deal was the holotapes to hear some of the audio messages audio logs of people who lived during that time frame to get maybe some uh context for yeah. some maybe some mysterious things that aren't necessarily like spelled out for you in the game mm -hmm. right so for atomic heart I probably would have spent another 20 or 30 hours playing the game compared to what I did. Damn. Because if, if I didn't have the, the desire to put a video out, I probably would have spent twice as much uh, as I have already spent to find all of the little shit in the game for me to find. Because I've missed out on... A good chunk of like optional content. Yeah, because you do like to complete games, like hit all love the trophies, it. grab all the shit. Yeah, I love doing that shit. Now, here's the thing. Would that have really enhanced my enjoyment? Would have been would that have been a good use of my time? You know what know. I mean? I don't know. Uh I don't know either. Yeah. As somebody who has spent 130 or 140 hours in Breath of the Wild, I don't know if my desire to just like climb every fucking thing. Oh, I climbed everything. I climbed every. I spent all of my uh, my upgrade points into increasing my uh, stamina so that yep. way I could climb higher and further. Yep. I I may have enjoyed it at the time. Looking back, I couldn't tell you. My my favorite parts that I can remember like clearly are like the big set pieces, the big villages, the um the divine beasts on the inside of them. Yeah. You know, figuring out the puzzles and and whatnot and then fighting Ganon and I think maybe a little bit of the um the photographers, the pho the photography oh, yeah, aspect yeah, yeah. of Breath of the Wild. 
because I think what that did was that that unlocked like a cutscene or something like that. So finding those, like I have vivid memories of stuff like that, but just like the, just like maybe the hours that I might've spent like exploring this or that, not so much. You know what I mean? So maybe that's just uh, a weird part of my brain that I need to force to like, Hey buddy, you know what? There's, there's other things you can do with this 30 hours instead of like digging up all of these extra little materials for you to craft things and maybe a couple of puzzles, you know, extra for you to solve that you're probably going to get through and not think about ever again. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? So whereas like I have memories of the Wolong demo, the humanity demo and whatever other game that I might've spent my time on instead of, you know, trying to 100% atomic heart. Yeah. So there's, there's some give and take and, you know, breaking of a lot of like uh, old video game habits as well. So I don't know if I can really say whether or not it's uh, affected me in a positive way yet, but I'm sure I'll be able to, to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, Cause right now you're consuming more media instead of digging into a specific media. Pretty right? much. Yeah. It'd be like, how I played uh, uh, Near Automata. Like, not only did I play it, but I read a bunch of shit, and then I watched a bunch of the videos about like the Pearl Harbor shit that that goes on. Like all of all of the like the plays and the dramas and all the other stuff. And I was like, whoa, this is fucking mm-hmm. crazy. I could have spent any of that time doing literally fucking anything else. Um, yeah. So, and the same with you know World of Warcraft digging into the lore of the dragons. Uh, and spending all the time talking to all the NPCs around in a village, <laughs> you know, like stupid <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, I feel it, man. It's, it's, it, it, sometimes it's, it's, it's cool to get hyper-focused into an area and, and really dig in. And I think maybe, maybe you'll still have those games, right. Where you want to do that. And then in other games, you're just like, I want to experience the, the main plot of this story, have a good in and out, yeah. uh, and then share that experience and be done. And and here's one of the best things about, I think the the way that we like to consume media like, like video games. Yeah, I'm very I'm very heavy on the the physical nature of of video games, uh, the kind of like semi permanent nature compared to like digital mm-hmm. uh, copies. So I don't necessarily have to spend those extra hours up front, you know, I can, I can delay that till later on. You know what I mean? Sure. So those extra 20 hours in atomic heart that I may have wanted to spend, uh, I can do that at any time. I just, I don't have to do it now. I can always go back. Yep. Like I, I consider it a decent game. Like I like it. I enjoyed my time with it. So if if I if I enjoyed it as much as I think I do, then I would have no problem just going back just to spend, you know, like an hour just to randomly just to maybe progress just a little bit more of the piece of content that uh, I haven't explored yet. You know, and. Um, I think that's uh, a really good that, way to look at it. I think it's a, it's yeah. a it, it makes it a little bit more. Digestible. Uh, yeah. You know, for what you're trying to do. So 
I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's what's up. Yeah. Shit, man. Uh, we're at, we're at a little over two hours. I think it's been a very good podcast. Episode 29 in the bag. Another really good fucking thing. Um, thank you for everything you've done this week. Thank you for putting this together. Thank you for spending all this time and not sleeping. Uh, I do not expect that to be, (laughs) to be the case. That is very worrisome for me. Uh, uh, but, uh, your video is doing really well. So if you guys, uh, haven't seen it and you watch the podcast, which I doubt is the case, you've probably seen the video before you saw the podcast, but if you haven't probably go back and watch it, um, you know, give Michael some love, leave some comments there. Uh, yeah. go back and watch some of his other videos, like the scorn one, uh, scorn was really good. Um, it's got a lot of shorts up too, where he discusses a bunch of stuff. So keep that shit going. Shit. Uh, yeah. and we'll keep pumping out videos, uh, every now and again, not killing ourselves, hopefully. And, uh, Having a good time. So I'm, thanks for. I'm dead. Yeah, you're dead. dead. <laughs> thanks for sticking around for episode 29 of Pixels and Pines podcast. I'm Bradley. And I'm Michael. Uh, we were two dudes drinking pints and pouring some in the sink while talking about. Yeah, I'm oh, pouring all that in the sink. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> good. I apologize to Discord. Fuck Streamlabs. It was Streamlabs the entire time. Oh, God damn it. I hate you, Streamlabs. Sponsor us still if you want.